Ignition. You are now listening to Trap Chat Alley Oop, the fans' plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. Presented by Trap Sense 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Follow us on SoundCloud and all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Yes, we are back. Trap Chat Alley Oop, Season 4, Episode 10. 10! Mikey Charlie and welcome back. I am back. He's yes. back. I, I'm not sure I brought any better luck, but I'm he back. He's back. My name is Illicit. Illicit. I would say every week, but I haven't been here for the last couple Well, of you know what, man? As I said a couple episodes before, you weren't here, but congratulations. Thank you, man. You're going to let the people know? Well, I'm going to be doing a, a, a swing announcer job at Flow 93.5. So basically, anytime that they need some covering, I'll be on air. So I've been on the air for the last two weeks and haven't been able to do a trap chat. But I'm here now. Well-deserved promotion. Congratulations, my man. Thank you, brother. I really appreciate that, man. I, at the end of the day, I've been with Flow for a very long time. Yep. I, I, the listeners might not know, but I've been around for... Since 2007, apparently. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to get some uh, validation in your your career choice. You know what I'm nice. saying? Nice. That's good, man. That's good. That being said, let's get into some Raptors basketball. Yeah. So, so since you've been away, I don't yeah. know if there's any correlation, but the Raptors have been struggling. Seriously. And then then you know you get a Baca and Lowry back. Just like you get me back and you're still struggling. I don't understand this. Well, the podcast, we still going strong, but the Raptors are now 16 and 8, which is still not bad overall when you think about it. 16 and 8, that's a great record. It's not a bad record. It's about the trend and how they uh, yes, played recently. Okay. They're fifth in the East now, so they've dropped some. Six and four in their last ten on a one-game losing streak, obviously. They lost tonight. Uh run that back. We're gonna talk about the last to Houston. The loss to Philly, which was like, uh, I think that was probably is a loss, but honestly, I think that was like the greatest loss that you could ever have. I think because of the way they ended. But I'm, I'm not sure I agree. But no talk, loss is really good. But honestly, that loss that loss looked even better than the the one the 93-92 win in Chicago, which was in the very next game. If you say so, I only I, count. I wins. say so, man. I count. I say wins. so. It looked better. It just it felt better. I would say. But, yes, a win is a win is a win. So, that was the one win on the week. And, of course, tonight, they got the doors blown off the hinges. So, I have a question for you. 112-92. I have a question for you. So, what, what did you guys pick for this week? I, you... I, honestly, I picked high, man. I picked, like, 3-1, and one, I think. Really? Eh? Yeah. I was feeling good. I was feeling good about my Raptors. I wouldn't have gone that way, but I didn't think they'd be this atrocious. See what it would have been, like, a 2-2? Two 2-2, and two? Two and two, yeah. I yeah. think that would have been my, my call. But this has been pretty bad. Yeah. The wheels have been spinning this week, we'll say. To say the least. To say the least. Are we the fans? We're going to talk about... I mean, we're not... I'm not in panic mode yet. I'm not in panic mode. But, uh... I'm in annoyed mode. We are going to talk about potential trades. And not not even potential. Say hypothetical trades. How about this? If the Raptors keep playing in this... In this, like... Trending in this direction, you might get a first Raptor rant from me in the near future. Yeah, it's been, it's actually been quite a while. There hasn't been one in a while because there's been nothing to rant about. But 
we're in you're getting close. Where, we're in a spot where that almost might change. Okay, we'll see what happens. Uh, we're going to talk about general NBA news. And actually, we're going to talk about the most influenced Raptors. The Raptors that were most influenced by Kawhi's one year in Toronto. We were talking a bit about that before the game today. About who was affected the most by Kawhi Leonard last year on the Toronto Raptors. Then we will get into the jump. Queuing up games against uh, Brooklyn, Cleveland, and Detroit coming up this week. At least the schedule e- eases up a little bit this week. And then we can talk a little bit about fantasy basketball. I get to finally rub it in Alyssa's face that I beat him and I beat his ass silly a couple weeks ago. I know, man. This is what this is but, the first time in two years that you. Hey, man. Whatever, man. Something. But this week, this week I'm feeling it, man. I have some key guys that are down, so uh, we'll take a the look. Well, turned, I'm man. not really table's sure turned. where I'm at right now. We'll take a look during the. Yes. During All right. Let's get in. Let's move to it. This is Trap Chat Alley presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Oh, shit. Oh, oh shit. No, run, that, money. run that back. Run that back. Run that back. Run that back. All right, so. All right, so let's run it back. Let's. I'm going to let you run down some of the games. I'll give you my, my little two cents because although I wasn't around to do the show, I did watch most of the games. Yeah. They were on while I was on the air. So go ahead, run it down, and I'll, and I'll give you my little sprinkle. All right, well, start off with the... 119 to 109 loss versus Houston, which marked the uh, second consecutive home game that the Raptors dropped after winning a a record as a nine in a row to start off the season. So with this one, I mean, it was kind of a tough one. I think this is Lowry's second game back. uh, Marked the second game in a row the Raptors also lost. Um, In this one, I don't know, man. It It just... Seemed like the Raptors couldn't get it together enough to stop Houston. They had a defense that they deployed to stop James Harden, which they slowed down, but the rest of the team just went off, basically. That team can really shoot. I think we both picked them to come out of the Western Conference, and I, I'm i still there. I, I think that they're the best team in the NBA. I know that Milwaukee's shown that they're pumbling teams, but... I just feel like Houston has a lot of pieces, man, and they just... They do, but again, I think that's the team that are saying they're going to either do spectacularly well or they're going to, like, flame out in the playoffs, and I still don't know. Like, obviously, Harden is, like, he does ridiculous things at the court, but the team as a whole, like, when they play upper-level talent, uh, other upper-level teams, they're kind of... They're not, they're not as spectacular as you would hope. Sometimes they need all 59 of James Harden's points just to win the game. If he has an off game or, you know, if, if he's uh, injured. The, the, thing by, with, the thing with James Harden is this. Yeah. He's probably the most gifted offensive player to ever play in the NBA, maybe. Other than, you know, Wilt. But, I mean, more than Jordan, more than... Yeah, maybe the only other guy in today's world that's even close is someone like Kevin Durant. And... The problem with Harden is always his defensive side, but I, on the offensive end, the guy does things that just absolutely astonish me, to be honest. He's that good. 
He's that good. Yeah, the shots that he gets off and actually makes, it's ridiculous. I mean, yes, he gets the benefit of a lot of questionable foul calls. We were calls, talking but. about that earlier today that, you know, sometimes he, he draws contact that maybe should be called the other way, you know? Yeah. But that's because he's so aggressive all the time. Like, every time he touches the ball, he's going to the hoop. Yeah. Well, for the Raptors offensively, uh, Pascal led the way with 24 points. Um, he had nine boards as well in this one. But his shooting has been off lately. As well, specifically his three-point shooting. Um, and, I mean, with the shots that he takes, he usually gets up about four a game, I would say. Just off my top of my head, not looking at any stats. To be honest, but I want to see more from Pascal Siakam. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to take anything away from him. He's playing, you know, tremendous basketball. I, I just, as a number one guy, I yeah, want to see him come through. Yeah, now, he's the A1 know? guy. So, I, I mean, at this point, he knows it. He just needs to really step into that role. I think 24 is just under what we need to see him at. We need to see him at 25 and a half, 26 and a half. And not even just that, but just taking control of the team well, at times, driving yeah, the ball. Yeah, but... But part of being that, more aggressive, that's or, it. But or that's, consistently that, aggressive, and, I and say. aggressive is the key. That's the issue here. He gets those two extra points if he's more aggressive. Either yeah. he gets to the free throw line, and he's a pretty good free throw shooter. Yeah. Or, or he, you know, goes to that patented spin that he's nobody seems to be able to stop. Like he went around Paul George today, like he was a pylon. And you're looking at an elite defender in the NBA, and Siakam made him look stupid on a handful. Those of moves that Siakam has, they're nearly unstoppable, especially when he executes them crisply and cleanly it's just a matter of getting into that upper gear and being consistent with it he can't take any break unfortunately he's the number not unfortunately but for him he's the number one guy now and he has to play consistently that's what everyone's looking at him for that's why he got the new contract that's why he's in this role he has to perform i mean but 24 points level. on average and that's what he's averaging right now there's I'm nothing wrong with not that. talking about the actual number i just want i just want yeah i just want to see him be more aggressive and and get into the offense more when they really need him. I mean, fatigue might be a factor with him. He had to carry the team in a role that he's never had before. It's too early in the while season. While Lowry and Ibaka... It's too been... early for that, man. You would give me that after the All-Star break. We can talk. But hey, remember, it's an A1 level. He's facing the toughest defenses all on his own. Focal point, and these are top teams. These are top tier teams at the Raptors. And right now he's the Lowry only. And, Ibaka, and right so. now he's the only All Star on the Raptors. So. Well, Van Vliet, I think, has something to say about that, but he's injured right now. So. I, I'm not sure. He still might just. just he's, be he's, he's in that realm, though. Maybe. He's definitely maybe. in the argument. Maybe that's something we could talk about a little more later, because if he comes back and still plays the same way because there is an argument that he should probably be in the All Star at least yeah. maybe at least representing in the three point competition or something yeah the next game let's move on next game was the rematch uh, against the Philadelphia 76ers who the, after, the Raptors uh, beat a few weeks back with the infamous uh, zero game from Embiid I love it that was one of my favorite games ever watching as a Raptor, and it's it's because honestly I don't like MP. He talked too much crap in the playoffs. He just was I don't know. He's a crybaby, and I don't mean just because he was crying. I just mean he's he's the kind of guy that just bitches all the time and doesn't show up in big games. And I'm listen, Embiid's a star, but the Raptors have got his number. Gasol's got his number, and it's fun to watch. Well, 
Speaking of numbers, uh, it looks like the Sixers returned the favor on Gasol in this game because he scored zero points. Listen, Gasol has had a terrible offensive year. I have him on fan my fantasy team, and I can't drop him because of his backside uh, stats are unbelievable. Yeah. Again tonight, 9, 9, 11, 4, 4, or something like that. Like, those yeah, are he, great numbers. He gets blocks and steals and... All those small little stats. There's a lot of little things that people usually don't notice. I mean, his passing at times. A lot of times are, he has seven assists, eight yeah, assists. At, at times like his point passing guard. is impeccable. There are times where his passing is kind of sloppy, he, actually. He but. dropped the pass today that was insane. Yeah, yeah. Backdoor. Yeah, and even missing chippy shots. There's just little things that kind of rub your gears. But he does so many good things that I understand where you're coming from with him. Uh, once again... Uh, Kyle Lowry actually led the way in this game for the Raptors. He had 26 points in his hometown. Did you hear the stat or the, the quote that he said? He was asked if it, if it bothered him that the Philly fans booed him, and he said, "Well, that's not what I expect. And if they have a problem with me, I live here. They can come find me. Yep. love it. Yep, <laughs> Philly kid for real, man. North Philly, that's what they say, right? So he knows all about Philly, and he's." Honestly, I love that. That's that's the kind of the leadership we need from Kyle Lowry. Yeah, Siakam in this game had 16. OG though had a quite a get, uh, pretty good game. In this one, 19 and 10. So again, I actually enjoyed the end of this game where the Raptors were down whatever 12. 15 yeah, in the points, last five minutes they really they, stepped they it up. They put that full court trap on and the had they uh, that struggled. The problem struggled. with that game for me was had they played like that throughout defensively like that throughout the whole game, they would have blown them out of the water, and they yeah. didn't. Those or last five, those last five minutes yeah. were fun but, to watch, and yeah. that's the team we've been but, accustomed to seeing now. Yeah, but the last few games. That hasn't been there very much. The Raptors, I think, are psychologically messing with Philly. They're kind of chilling, saying at any time they can come back on you guys and win if they really wanted to. I mean, the way the Raptors came back was kind of ridiculous. Like, Philly, even though they won that game, they should be still worried about facing the Raptors. Their coach there gave them some serious shit at the end. Oh, yeah. But, uh... Good for the Raptors to kind of make it a game. At least give them some momentum going into the Chicago game. Which was a back-to-back. The very next night, they flew to Chicago to play the Bulls, who actually had an overtime game of their own that same night, the night before. And uh, they ended up losing their overtime game, and they lost this one at the end, 93-92. And you know what? The the Raptors didn't play very well. No, they didn't. I'm not sure they deserve to win this game, but you got to win ugly sometimes. A win is a win is a win. And the win counts, and at least we didn't come out of this week over. Yeah, honestly, the the Philly game to me was actually a more beautiful game to watch than than the Chicago game. It was more fun, but at least they won that Chicago game, man. I was a little concerned. Siakam led the way with 22 in this one, and... I yeah, and I want to see four or five more yeah, points from him. But I don't think we need to say much more about this game. The Raptors pulled it out. They won. It was ugly, but they pulled it out. A win is a win. Now, back to tonight. tonight's game. The one twelve. Mr. Kawhi got his ring tonight. Yeah. Boardman got and his ring. Apparently used the powers to knock the Raptors to their worst loss in the season. It was a bad game to watch. I won't lie. They they crept back, to, I think, to double de- or to... Well, they had a good second quarter for the most of it. it and then, then they tailed off honestly, the third quarter. They was, actually good, sorry, they had a good uh, third quarter. 
but then in the end they tailed it off. The second quarter was awful. They only scored yeah. like 14 points. Yeah. It was ugly to watch at times, and this is the thing. We were talking about it during the game, and we've talked about it until we're blue in the face here in the podcast. Sometimes during this regular season in the playoffs, they're going to struggle to score. They Like last year, they were saying something like that Kawhi Leonard led the Raptors in scoring 47 times last year. And you know what? There's You saw the, some of those wins were when the Raptors were like just, they just got flat like they do now and, and how they have always been. Yeah. And they just had Kawhi to will them over the top. I want to see Siakam be that guy. Right now, he hasn't shown me he's that guy. Well, he's think- shied away a little bit. He's, he's Some of his possessions are questionable. Yeah, um, well, And I'm not saying that maturity might not fix some of these things, but as we stand today, I'm yeah. saying right now, the Raptors have shown big weaknesses in the last couple games, and they've been exploited tremendously by better teams. Yeah, well, I think also not having Fred Van Vliet, for, well, he got knocked out, we didn't mention this, he got knocked out early in the Philly game. And he hasn't played since. So, I mean, obviously, the Chicago game, it didn't matter that much. But I think on a game like tonight, a night like tonight, you know Freddie V would have wanted to play. And he could have used him for sure. I think he would It's a knee contusion, and he made a joke that he might, you know, he's not about any uh, load management, yeah. so he should be back. But I guess he still didn't play tonight. So. Yeah. So, I, we were definitely missing him. We could have used him in the lineup. Patrick McCaw did return tonight, but, you know. To what? Like, I, I want to see that guy learn how to shoot from the elbow. Or just make just make shots, man. Make even layups. Or the things that he's he's so frail that as soon as he gets bumped going to, into the lane, like, that shot is disrupted. For but sure. he's an awesome perimeter defender. He's fast. He's quick. But, but they need, the Raptors need to learn how to score, man. Everyone yeah. from Marcus Gasol all the way down. Yeah, they they have their shooting was actually in overall like especially their three point shooting on the season is pretty good. It but lately, it wasn't. The last two weeks have been pretty atrocious. Even the free throw shooting uh, in certain games were was like inexplicable. So well, that's the games. No, it wasn't a very good week. So I want to move past this week. So let's get on this. This this segment was rough to talk about. <laughs> Alright. My name is Alyssa. His is Mikey Charlie. Yes. You can find us anywhere. You can find a podcast. You know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We are home at anchor.fm slash TCAO. Illicit Sound. You can find us also on Say Radio, the voice of Seneca College. Alright, stay there. We'll be right back. Trap Chat Alley Oop. The fans plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. And by the way, we are the best fans in the world. I don't care what anybody says. If anybody did not watch us in the playoffs. And and we and we need to build a culture for our fans. And that culture is winning, 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 winning. All right, we are back here on Trap Chat Alley, a.k.a. T-C-A-O, hashtag T-C-A-O. Stigal, you heard Messy Man. So, here's the situation. The Raptors were unbelievable without Ibaka and Lowry, right? 
Oh, they were unbelievable with them. Or, or Prior the to them as and well. And then they were out, and the Raptors but even... When they, but when they went out... Level. Yeah, when they went out, you watched a team come together. Yeah. So, hypothetically, mm-hmm. who did the Raptors trade at the deadline to get another piece here? there right now Start, yeah well there's been a lot of rumors i've been hearing about people coming in and people leaving and or who to trade uh on the raptors end like in terms of people who they might be shipping out and this is blasphemy in some people's ears uh kyle lowry has been mentioned okay listen there might be an argument but go continue. okay well for me again this I'm not saying they need to trade Lowry. I'm not even saying they need to make a trade necessarily. But let's just hypothetically explore this possibility. Um, if you were to trade for Lowry, like, in your opinion, like, what would you be looking for? And kind of walk me through the decision why you might make that move. Well, it has to be for another guard. The Raptors need a guard. Um, it doesn't have to be an elite point guard. I'd be okay with, you know, a, a, a wing player. Well, what kind of wing player would you want for know, level? Like, like, what level? Uh, to I know I heard, like, a rumor of, of Iguodala to the Raptors. Maybe something like Iguodala and a bunch of firsts. I would do something like that. Or, mm-hmm. or, well, like, come on, man. They played amazing without him. Like, I'm not, I'm not arguing that he should be traded either, because I... It's not just blasphemous. I just I think it's wrong. Um, but he has a lot of trade value. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So, if, so if, maybe maybe to to the Clippers for someone like I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe Lou Williams and a, and a couple picks or something. Well, then why would I don't know if the Clippers would? Because Lou Will's that guy that. Energizes their bench. And yeah, but Kyle Lowry's a an elite guard that already, that already knows how to play with Leonard. Um, I, I don't know. There, there's there's room for Masai to find value for Kyle Lowry. Yeah, Lowry's definitely valuable. It's just that if you were to ever engage in a trade, it really have to make sense. Well, I'm saying they need to load up on young guys. Two or three first rounders, or at least a, a couple guys that were formidable. So and one or two. So, so my question is, if you're unloading Lowry, are you saying like you're not winning the championship this season? You're no, why? I'm still saying like the guy you're trading for Lowry is to better your team. No, absolutely. But I'm not. saying that so I would short go, term or a longer no, term. No, no, like I, I'm thinking you're, you're kind of hoping to go longer term with them. You say, remember we had a conversation a few weeks back about about you know Bradley Beal. Or um, McCollum, or uh-huh. I think we mentioned DeRozan too, but that was you know quickly dismissed. But but a, a, a good wing player. Imagine we traded Lowry for DeRozan straight up. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I think Toronto would be set on fire if that happens. <laughs> but I'm just saying that we need another. Like so, it could it be long term? Yeah, but it would need to be the right move. I think it's more of a short term move. And, and something to set you up with a couple picks over the next little bit because by the next two years here you're gonna have a lot of money to play with. Well, that and, and with that money plus you know being able to 
package stuff with first rounders and stuff, man, you have an opportunity to be a really good team very soon. Yeah, I would think if they were ever to trade Lowry, it would be for probably multiple pieces. I would think some, and you were saying guards, but I'm thinking they need help with the rebound. So it could be a guard, but it would need to be someone who can rebound, like at a high clip. The Raptors definitely need help in that category. But furthermore, it would have to be, I think that I kind of agree with you, um, it would be, have to be, if it's not an elite level type of player, like at a certain level, it would have to be guys who are expiring within the next year or two. Because you don't want to tie up that salary when you could go chase some of these big top name free agents. So a lot of those things would have to be in consideration. Plus the fact, as you said, Lowry's still an all-star. He still has a high value, especially on the right team. That's team why that I'm saying that the trade, that trades could happen because he actually has trade value. Yeah. Who else on the Raptors has trade value? Well, another name, a guy who's, I like, I love this guy. And he's actually been consistent this season, especially over the last few weeks. And this guy's name is Norman Powell. I think Norman Powell's been the best player for the, for the Toronto Raptors in the last four games. Remember early in the season, or I think just before the season, we we pitted off Norman Powell and uh, OG and OG and Anobi in the yeah. trap ground. Yeah. And that's what I was saying with Powell. Like we just need to see that consistency. And we're actually getting a, a at least over the last few weeks. We're getting a pretty consistent Powell. You know, he's scoring, averaging 15 and 6, 15 and 4, something like that. Those are good numbers from him. Mm-hmm. And I was saying today while we were watching the game that he's the second best transition offensive player in the, in Toronto. I mean, Siakam's still better. But, but when Norm Powell takes the ball up, yes, up I the love, court hard, I love the way when he, when puts he his drives head down, to the rim. Yes. I feel like he either scores or gets a foul makes 80% happen. of the time. He makes something happen. And even in this game, I feel like Siakam kind of should have taken Norm's lead a little bit more in terms of putting his head down and going to the basket earlier in the game. So I saw Siakam do that a lot in the, uh, the fourth quarter of the game against the Clippers. But I think he needs to do that consistently throughout the game rather than just relying on those step-back jump shots. Sometimes you got to mix it up. You got to go to the rim, draw a foul, you know, do something like that. But as we're talking about Powell, value is every game in the past few weeks has only increased gotten better um i also not saying that i want to see him go so 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 let's say powell's been playing so well is ananobi could ananobi be on the block now that powell's been playing so well ananobi's been having a pretty good year too i mean the last so i'm saying but you got to give up something to get something agreed and between the two guys I'd have to honestly I'd have to probably keep Anunobi just because I he think his ceiling is higher. higher I think his ceiling is higher just overall. Like overall when you look at it. What about what, what about Gasol? Does Gasol, Gasol like see, I've been a lot of people have been calling for his head, but I, I'm not there personally. I think the Raptors should just, keep him. Yeah. I don't think his trade value is huge. And I think that he's an integral part to what they do. That's the thing, especially man. Especially on the defense. As frustrating as it is to watch Gasol at times, I understand his role and his value with the team. He does so many things that other big men, like just other, don't do. other players in general, in, in some cases. But I think, he's the, I think he's the best passing center in the NBA next to Jokic. Yeah. Seriously. I, I think he's pound for pound with Jokic, to be honest. Um... And then last but not least, we got to talk about here, and I, I said a few 
weeks back and I, I stand by it. The person that, to me, that is the odd man out here, yeah. that has the most trade value, mm -hmm. is Serge Ibaka. Okay. I love Serge. He's a lot of heart and he's really great and he started off the season amazingly. But got hurt. I don't know, man. And today, what was he? One, oh, for eight or something? Yeah. That was a bad game. But but so it's not a, a, a great depiction of how he's been playing. But his trade value is still pretty high, and I feel like he's the odd man out. They have Boucher sitting in the wings waiting to play, and when Boucher came in today, mm -hmm. he made an impact mm -hmm. right away. Yep. And I think it's time we let those guys get some burn. I know I'll always appreciate Ibaka. He helped win us a title. But going, going, uh, you know, looking at the assumption that the Raptors need to make a trade to be better and to make a, you know, a run here, mm -hmm. I think Ibaka is the odd man out, and I think he has the most trade value. And all yeah. these guys are talking about, so you know, you could trade Ibaka straight up from McCollum. Mm -hmm. They might do that trade. Yeah. Straight up for Beal, you know, like these. That, I don't know. Okay, for Beal, okay. nah, man. That's but, not, okay, so you throw, you throw in. But I was gonna say uh, though, like, what if you join the uh, in a box and Powell? Say no, we like. Then, then absolutely, then yeah. For Bradley Beal, yep. you know, he yep. probably put a package something like that together. And I, it's the Raptors have assets here. Yeah. So they could go out and be buyers at the free agency and at the, the trade deadline, and I think they're going to. Yeah, I mean. Actually, the more I think about that, Abaka and Powell for Beal and whatever else comes along with that might be. Again, I love those guys for the Raptors. Of course, that might be something that because I mean, Washington would be getting good value with that too. Absolutely. So, I, and I think it would save them some contract and it would make us an elite team. We're already elite, but I would put us in another level. I think. Yeah, I think so. So we'll see what happens on that front. Let's talk about a little bit more about uh, Kawhi. Get back to the whole Kawhi factor since he came back to town and got his ring. There's a short uh, ring ceremony, if you want to call it that. You know, I was a little uh, shocked. It's not a ceremony. I, I knew it wasn't going to be a ceremony. It's more like a presentation. I felt like it should have been a little bigger. But I think it was fine. I like I, Again, especially with Kawhi's demeanor. I don't think it would fit his character to have like a pomp and circumstance, fireworks shooting all over the place kind of ceremony. I think what they did for him, the presentation was good. He got to shake everybody's hand, his old teammates, all of that. Lowry presented him with the ring. He looked at it. He said, "Oh, that's pretty big. That's nice." Something along the lines of that, you know. And Ibaka kind of just didn't even really look well, at him. Most of the guys, if you notice, like most most of the guys didn't really look at him. They they dapped him up, but they didn't really look at him. And he didn't really look at most of it. I think the only guy he looked at was Lowry because they're doing that little, little the tears, the yeah. tears thing at the end there. But I mean, it is what it is. Kawhi's that guy. He's he's not that guy to be like all emotional, huggy, and hanging on to guys. You know, that's just who he is. So I don't know. I think there could have been more, but I also like that the Raptors went back and did their intros after and and yeah. and hyped up that we are still an unbelievable team right mm -hmm. now. And I want to talk this past week. And I want to talk. Yeah, th this week might might be an anomaly. I'm not totally ready to say that's how they play. Yeah, not even. No. Now I want to mention. I think we talked about it a bit before, but I need to mention it again. Is I hate this throwback crap, man. <laughs> the the court looks terrible. I love it, man. It reminds me it. of bad times. It was. It's just. 
honestly, I don't want nothing to do with it. I, I don't, like I don't like the man. uniform. I don't like. I love the, the uniform. I love the court. I love it, man. It, it sets off bad nostalgia. I don't, I don't want nothing to do with it. I would rather them use that ugly ass <laughs> LVO jersey, man. I'm good with that. I'm sick. I don't mind the throwbacks anyway. I don't, I don't mind the. I, I've been jersey. trapped since '95, but I have absolutely no. He's not really repping, man. He's not really repping, man. I have, listen, I have old Carter jersey. I have an old yeah, JYD yeah, jersey. Yeah. I, I, listen, for that time, great. But we're not in that time anymore. We're but past. That's why it's called a throwback, man. But yeah, we skipped over the whole point. We were going to talk about Kawhi's influence. So oh, yeah. The three Raptors that were most influenced by Kawhi. Obviously, he had an effect on the whole team. They won a championship. How can you not have an effect after that? But the top three Raptors who were most influenced by Kawhi. Uh, what do you think? Well, um, the two guys that stand out for me are Ananobi and Norm Powell, which we've talked about a number of times in these in this this podcast. Ananobi, I felt like you know he didn't have a great season last year, but he had a chance to stand behind Kawhi and watch what it takes to be elite. And Norm Powell, it's about the the keep your emotions in check. Because mm-hmm. emotional is good in some regard, but in the NBA, you can't. The more you get caught up in the emotion. The less likely you you are to play. With. As Kawhi said, never get too high, never get too low. Got to got to try to get, keep balancing evil, evil, you know, evil, even, even level, kill. even yes, even level is what I was trying to say. But an not evil an level, level can work too, though. I'm good with that. Like at the end of the day, Powell's always been a hard on his sleeve kind of guy, mm-hmm. and I respect that because I'm kind of the same way. Yeah. But it's not indicative to the NBA and winning. And you need to chill out and just work through the struggle, yeah, the heartache. There's, the there's, yeah, there's certain times where it works to your benefit, but you have to know when to keep it in check, you know? So, I mean, and Powell and and uh, and Leonard, they're San Diego boys. Or yeah, oh, that's, that's, boys a good, right? that's a good so, point. And then I, I think the last player that was affected the most is probably Siakam. Yeah, it would have to be Siakam. Siakam had a chance to develop into the Robin last season under Batman, who being Kawhi Leonard. And he got a chance to really witness firsthand what it takes to get to and win a championship, what it takes to be the A1 man to lead a team to a championship like at the NBA level. He did it. Siakam did it himself, obviously, in, in the G League. But at the NBA level, you know, he got a chance to look at it from Kawhi, who was taking the brunt of the of the pressure last season. Now, in this season, obviously, uh, Siakam is that guy. So he has an adjustment period, but I'm sure him be a- being able to watch Leonard day in, day out, doing what he does, then step out on the court, play games, take the, you know, take over the game when need be, put his team on the shoulder do, and do what he needs to do to win the game. I think Siakam has picked up a lot of that. I think we saw that especially during that time when uh, Lowry and Ibaka were out. Seems like he may be a little bit fatigued now, but remember, he's a young guy too. It's his first time in this role at a full-time, you know, on a full-time basis. So I think he will eventually be able to work himself out of this little rut. I mean, he's still scoring 24 points a game. It's not a rut. It's it's a little bit of it's a little bit of a bump. It's a For, bit of a bump. It's not even. It's we're expecting a lot from this guy. 
And and I'm I'm okay with that, but at the same time, we can't knock him for you know not becoming Kawhi Leonard in the season here. Like, yeah, I'm not, not. I'm not real. saying he's. But, he's garbage. Obviously, he's at another level. But I do believe but it's gonna that take we him a little bit watch, of adjustment. Yeah, we need to watch him become more consistent at and, this level. Yeah, and aggressive. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to the Raptors having scored in four or five freaking possessions, you need to get a basket. That's yeah. it. Yep. You are gotta be the one to take, take the ball, ball and take go. It to the rim. Go. Do or you. Whatever you whatever you're gonna do, exactly. but do it. Exactly. I don't care what you do. He's actually a pretty good shooter, so I'm fine with taking jump shot. But do it. Hit the shot when it's open and make it. Which leads me to Gasol, who isn't hitting open shots. And that is, especially under the the hoop. Tonight, Ibaka, like you said, was awful. He missed the layup underneath the basket that just pissed me off. Like, Ibaka... Where he pivoted away from the basket. Yeah, man. Like, go up strong. Try and get a foul. Do something aggressive. I hate when big men go up soft. Jonas Valanciunas was, like... The king of that, he would just There's go up. And, I, don't, I don't know if he's king, but I don't know, man. There's you know, a lot of like, guys that he likes to go up and finesse it. There's a lot of when, guys you, like when you're seven one and can yeah. go through almost yes. anybody. There's a lot of guys that need to do that, man. As soon as you're around the rim, you're already there. All you do is have to, you have to put your hand up and throw it through the rim. Like what's? It's what like it, an man? inch, man. You're what right you there. Like, just do it. Just and do and it. I feel like guys like Gasol and and an Ibaka have no excuses. Yeah. They end up with the rebound three feet from the basket. Yeah. Either you're getting blocked or you're getting dunking fouled. the ball, man. Yeah, you're getting fouled. Yeah. One of the three. One of the three. But, yeah, there's no excuses, man. Just finish. And I think just in general, because they've been missing free throws, too. So it seems like a kind of a lack of a focus kind of thing over the last few games. I don't know. Again, it could be a fatigue factor. I'm not even sure. But I think Nick Nurse is going to have to definitely work that out with the team. Over the next couple uh, up and coming games. And speaking of the up and coming games, we'll talk about that coming up after the break in the jump, right? Yeah. Um, I guess the last thing I wanted to say was, bye, Kawhi. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate it. It's over now. Yeah. Well, maybe okay. not, man. Maybe we play you in the playoffs. In the finals. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, that maybe. would be nice. That would be nice. So Honestly, maybe maybe it's not goodbye that's my for dream. all. But that's my dream. It's just goodbye. But, you know, we might see you in the finals. We have something else to say. Well, right now, we're 0-2 oh, oh against them. Yeah. So. They swept us for the season. So that's that, you know. So shout out to Kawhi. Much respect. I got nothing but love for you. And I'm now booing you every time you come to Toronto. <laughs> and that's what it is. It is Chop Chat Alley-Oop Season 4, Episode 10. You can find us on all podcasting platforms, hashtag TCAO. You search hashtag TCAO. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anchor.fm slash TCAO, Stitcher, whatever you listen to your podcast, you can find us. You can also find us on Say Radio, the voice of Seneca, sayradio.ca, Illicit Sound. You can find us there too. That's right. Where else can you find us, man? Man, just. Google hashtag T C A O. We'll be right back. Trap Chat Alley Oop. The fans plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. Now, the formalities of this and that. Daddy Mark, Mark, Daddy, so for Kata, make a jump. 
All right, we are back. I am Mikey Charlie alongside Illicit. I'm back. It's Trap Chat Alley Oop Season 4, Episode 10. 10. We are getting into the jump that is covering the Raptors games in the next week. What's coming up in the next week here? So the first game coming up on Saturday, we're playing Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, Brooklyn, I believe, is... Um, what? It's Brooklyn, and honestly, yeah. Brooklyn has been terrible this year. Which, well, they've they've been better since Kyrie's been out. sitting, which is which is maybe, they're not they're not exactly te- I want to call them terrible. Uh, they're, just, they're not very. They're good. being average. They're they're average. They're below average. They're, well, they're in the playoffs right now and playoff seating in the East. Yeah. So well, um, I would say average. I would that, say average. That being said, without Kyrie, they've actually been playing a little more inspired basketball. Um, why is it that every team that Kyrie plays on plays better without him? I don't know. I, it might be an issue where his personality might be an issue. That might be the issue. And that's know. and that wasn't the case. It was negated by LeBron James, maybe. See, the thing is that for on Kyrie, when Kyrie was in in uh, Cleveland, he was supposed to be the man, but then all of a sudden, the man showed up on the team. So we never really got a, a, a chance to see at that point, like in Cleveland, Kyrie leading a team. And maybe his development would have been different. I don't know. We can't really say, but evident in the, his last two stops, like there's definitely some sort of discourse between him and the rest of the players. Um, I think the Raptors win this game. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they Brooklyn, play. They haven't. Yeah, but they haven't played very well. They yeah, almost, They 13. barely. They barely beat Chicago. But I just. I feel like maybe Lowry and Ibaka start to, you know, get their crap together, and and this is about where they start to do it. Yeah, you know? Brooklyn is thirteen and eleven, and they're seven and three in their last ten. But I think this is where this is where the stand has to start. I mean, the Raptors. This is a, a game that's at home in Toronto, and it's Brooklyn, man. You know what? You know what Masai said. F Brooklyn. You know what Masai said. So yeah, let's live that, man. So we're gonna, we're gonna take this win. quickly about Masai. Is he going to New York? Nah, man. Too much talk, man. Lots keep of smoke. Hearing, every, all the time, man. you always hear smoke, man. It's New York, though. What's, New, what's any New York? Uh, the only thing that I heard York. that I was a little bit like, yeah, maybe, is why haven't they they've given Masai the extension yet? And it's I think it's because there's two years left in his contract. But but maybe yeah. maybe they, also, they, what is it going to take? Maybe him getting a stake in MLS? Yes, and you should. He deserves it. One thousand percent. Give that man a piece of the team. I agree. Do it. Anyway, Do it. M- move on. Just yeah. A little added thing there. I mean, it's a New York thing. So yeah. yeah. Um, next, the next game will be uh, versus Cleveland, also at home. Again, and if we don't game, win this, yeah, if no, we this don't game, win this game, this is. <laughs> I might not want to talk to you. Next <laughs> if we lose this game, which we're not gonna, we're gonna win this game. But if somehow something happens and the Raptors lose this game, it's time to panic. At, at that point, yeah. At that time, at that point. Um, but that's not going to happen. No, nah, man. What about the Tristan Thompson rumors? Yeah, see, I wanted to talk about other guys that were rumored to... Because there's also Kevin Love rumors. Kevin Love rumor, too, yeah. So, um, of the two, honestly, I would I would take Tristan Thompson. What? I know he's a bit of a, of a case. No way. But, but look at look, Kevin Love's contract. Do you want his contract... I'm not sure I know what it is. That's yeah, it's, it's not. It would not be good for the Raptors moving forward. So I you want that contract. I don't want either what he one brings. of them. I don't want either one of them really. I'd rather Tristan Thompson. I mean, okay.
okay, a Canadian thing, sure, whatever. But I mean, he could grab some rebounds and the Raptors are sore. Even when the Raptors were coasting, they were still struggling in that category. So that's something that's obviously a weakness of the team. And I think he could help out there. I'm not saying he's my number one pick. I'm not saying we need to for sure go out and get Tristan Thompson. All I'm just saying is that between the two guys, I think I would pick Tristan. I think Cleveland's the worst team in the NBA. I'm not sure what the record. Yeah, I'm not sure what the record is, but but I think the way they play, they're terrible. Yeah, they're the five. Ra- they are five and nineteen. The so Raptors are, should definitely win this game. They are just ahead of the Knicks and the Golden State Warriors, and that's about it. So I mean, that's all you need to really know about that. They are amongst the worst. And then the last game is against our old friend Dwayne Casey. And the struggling Detroit Pistons. Man. Which we both picked to make the playoffs, and it does not look like that's happening. Well, I mean, again, the season is only, what, a third of the way done-ish? Third-ish? A quarter to a third-ish of the way done? They still have time. They're sitting in ninth place, and they're not that far behind. The Orlando Magic They're only one game behind. They are 10-14, and 14, so obviously a losing record. But they're 6-4 and four in their last 10. Uh, Blake Griffin is slowly starting to play better. Um, Derrick Rose has actually been surprisingly solid for them. He had a game winner the other yeah, day. Yeah, he's missed a few games due to injury, but like when he's on the court, he's playing amazing. I know because he's on my fantasy team. But in general, they just need more production around from everybody. You know, Blake Griffin. You see Blake Griffin battling against Giannis uh, last week, I think it was. He was frustrated. You could see. Giannis was having his way with him, and he didn't like it. But they need more of that fire and they need more of that passion. But with that being said, again, I think the Raptors are going to slap them. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be close. I think it's just a, it's a guaranteed win. I a think guaranteed the Ra- win. I think the Raptors here, yeah, I think all three of these ones are guaranteed yeah. wins. I think, I think the Raptors get out of their slump this week. Yeah. I think I'd like to see Ibaka and Lowry, you know, get their footing again. Get, get some of these guys. I want to see Boucher get some more minutes. Um, I think this is a 3-0 week. Again, I like to say, you know, I normally have Raptors on a winning week. Obviously, this past week was not by any stretch of the imagination. But this is where the Raptors get the ship right. It's three opponents that are lower than them, and the Raptors are, have a pretty good record this season with those types of teams. Even when they're struggling, they managed to beat the Chicago Bulls somehow. So I think these three games are wins. I'm going to say yes, 3-0 this week. Um, I wanted to bring up the Miami Heat that are second place in the Eastern Conference with 18-6. and six. Yo, Butler had a night that was unbelievable the other night. Mm-hmm. 22-18-11. and 11. Wow. That's Jimmy Butler. Man, that's your man. Ah, he he is this year, so I ain't hating on him. Yeah, now you really like him. But I'm just saying, they've with a young team, they've really impressed me. I don't think they're gonna stay that high, Mm -hmm. but it's fun to watch them. And we knew they'd make the playoffs. We said they'd make the playoffs, but I I didn't think they'd they'd make the playoffs. But I thought they'd be definitely on the lower end, like a seven-ish. And right now, like the sixth place team and the fifth place team, us, us the and, the and, Rap- the and the Pacers are right there. Like, you know, they're all close. Yeah. And then in the Western Conference, the two LA teams are first and second. Right now, the Clip- you've won the bet because the Clippers are exactly where you said they would be. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but if you go down the list, all the other teams we said that would be there are there except for the San Antonio Spurs and the Portland Trailblazers. Um, well, the Warriors for me because yeah, I, well, I, but I, I, I listen. Those injuries are unpredictable. I, those, yeah, I, we picked Golden State, but like you can't. That has to go out the window. That yeah. pick when all everybody's gone. Like, yeah, all the all the all stars. Um, but I think there still will be some shifting around here. I think Houston moves up. I think Denver moves up. Well, Denver just moved down. They were I think second, thirdish, as as early as like a week ago or so. But they've lost quite a few uh, games recently. They were five and five in the last ten. Lost their last three games. So the Lakers are twenty-two and three. Shout out LeBron James and and Davis. They've just yeah, they've, they've ruled the NBA been, right now. Yeah, they've been dominating. So Let's see if they can keep that up. I, I still don't think they make it even to the Western Conference Finals. I think if the Clippers play them, they lose. The yeah, Lakers. well, yeah. When it comes to the playoffs. if everyone's healthy, I think the Clippers are uh, like. Have the the kryptonite to that team. Yeah. I think. Remember Kawhi. Kawhi alone. We already know this. Kawhi. He shut down LeBron James. Yeah. He, he he disrupts. He's a disruptor. He'll disrupt almost any. No, not almost any team that he plays. So as long as he's healthy, there's always a chance. Yeah. I I think the Raptors are okay. They're about where we thought. They're in fifth. I thought fourth. They'll be fine. Yeah. They'll be all right. All right. In the last segment we will talk some fantasy hoops this is chop chat alley-oop season four episode 10 with your man mikey charlie and your boy Elisette. i'm back let's do this all right we'll be right back this is chop chat alley-oop presented by trap since 95 enhancing your raptors fan experience visit trap since 95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at trapd95 We are back. Trap Chat Alley Oop Season 4, Episode 10. Who are you, man? My name is Alyssa, and I'm next to my man, Mikey Charlie. I'm back because I was He's gone back. for a couple weeks, but you guys held it down, man. I listened to the show, it was all good. Yeah, man. Shout out to Les Stout holding it down, the number one man off the bench. I love it. Good job, brother. Yeah. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit about fantasy, which. Up until recently, I wouldn't have been too happy about that because my team has been injured a lot. Yeah. And I'm still out all the depot. But, oh, yeah. But my team has been better the last three weeks. I, I came up tied last week, 6-6. But, but I it was against the number one guy. Yeah. So my team is starting to, to, to gel and start to play a little bit better. Um, like... Right now, this week, let's take a look. I am 11-0. Okay. This week, listen. Killing it right now. Well, let's let's be uh, the only the only category I'm not winning is double doubles. We're tied. Um, <laughs> that being said, I need a win like this. So I would like a big one. It doesn't have to be no 11-0, 12-0, or something like that. Like I get so it. So would you? But, would you not like that? Oh, I would love it. But I, I'm just saying uh, to be realistic. I just want a big win. I need to. To make up some room in the standings, because I think I'm second last or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, second last. But my team hasn't been healthy, so I'm slowly starting to creep up here. I, I'm hoping that that things work out all right in the next couple weeks here, and I can gain some ground. Yeah. Well, 
All I know is that two weeks ago I kicked your ass, man. Yeah, but you see, you see, you see, here's yeah, the thing. Yeah, I see, you see, you see. You see, here's the thing. Giannis had a game where he had his uh -huh. career game, uh -huh. 50 and like 14 uh, points. Okay. Then Jokic had a career game. I'm not sure, but he dropped like 18 dimes or some ridiculousness. Uh -huh. All right. And then Siakam had 42 points and like and like 15 rebounds or some shit one day. Uh -huh. So yes, I agree. You beat me and it wasn't that bad. I think you beat me 8-4 or something like that. Yeah. That being said, That's pretty good. That that being said, now I need a bigger win than that this week. 8-4 yeah. is not enough. It needs to be 9-3 at the least. 10-2. Yeah. That's what I need. So last um, last week I won as well. So I won. I think it was 7-5 last week. But this week, ah oh man, this week is a week from hell. I have Freddie V, as you all know. He went down on Sunday and he hasn't come back. That's hurting my team. Also tonight, Giannis and Tetsukupo did not play. See he's, my, see, he's my stud See what my happens team. when you don't get 50 and from a guy? He's you down. don't win, you see what I mean? He's down and he may not be playing for the rest of the week as well. Oh, and my team crazy. is in trouble. Right now, well, I, I don't have any, I, I can't get any service right now. But the last time I checked, I was down 10 to 2. So, yeah, I'm getting our, our league is pretty competitive this year. Like yeah. I said, I, I got blown out a few weeks, but now I tied the best guy last week. Yeah, so I'm going to have to hit the waiver wire. I'm going to have to pick up some guys to at least get a few extra games in there. And hope and pray to God that, like, I get a few of these categories, like the percentage categories. Like, in terms of, like, the number, the counting gap categories, I'm not probably going to win that because... My some of my studs are there are down, and catching up from that is gonna be hard. But at least like the you know the percentages. Hopefully I'll get some of those. Hayward, who just came back, apparently he's out again. He might have a broken nose. Man, he's had a rough go. I remember I had him for the majority of last season on my the, team. The broken nose and won't keep him out long. But man, poor guy can't catch a break, man. Like so that's hurt me a little bit. Um. But who who I picked up off the waiver wire? Um, Dinwiddie from Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. He's played amazing. Like mm -hmm. I'm I'm glad I got him off the wire. Like today again, 24, 5, and 6. Wow. Like, and they're regular numbers for this guy yeah. now. Like he's Producing. played so well. PJ Tucker, who's you know usually underperforms, had 18 rebounds the other night. Yeah, every now and then he can grab boards, man. So, I remember that guy could have some some pretty big games. And I have Marcus Gasol, which would be a problem if he wasn't doing everything else except scoring. Like his line today was nine points, eleven uh, rebounds, six assists, three steals, and a block. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, on, on the other hand, my team is is struggling this week, man. I have Miles Turner. Uh, he had 11 points. At least he has some blocks, man. But other than that, he's not saying much. I have Serge Ibaka, who scored nothing tonight. Yeah, that one hurt you. Had a few boards. Uh, Jeremy Lamb only scored six. And Ted DeCoupo is out. Our, uh, RJ Barrett, who I picked up this week just as a flyer, just hoping that something good will come of the uh, coaching change in New York. So far, the last game he laid a dud. Tonight, he's doing okay. It's only still the first quarter. Four points, four boards. I can't complain with that. Good but start. Shea Gillius Alexander has been struggling lately. He had a phenomenal start to the season. He's falling he's, off. He's falling off. So tonight, so far at halftime, two points, two boards. Hopefully, he steps it up. 
I need it, man. I need anything I can get. I need a big win this week, man. You're ahead I'm, of me I'm in the standings. To, yeah, I, I'm sixth right now, seventh, I think. Just like a half game behind sixth. And honestly, man, if I come out with a tie, I'll be excited for this, ecstatic for this weekend, considering the situation. I need a big win. I want a big one this week. 10-2, 11-0, 12-1, I don't know, something like that. It's got to be big. Yeah. I want a big win this week. Yeah. I need it. We will see what happens. Injuries are always that deciding factor. Same with the Raptors. Turn, it's just yeah, what happens. Yeah, it's part tie. of the game. That's just how it goes. So you just got to weather the storm. So we uh, we got through another show. Yes. Episode good to have 10. you back, partner. Thanks, brother. It's been good, man. I wish there was a little better to talk about because the Raptors haven't played well. But next week's a whole nother week. And it's still always fun to talk about Raptors Absolutely. basketball regardless. Absolutely. This is Trap Chat Alley-Oop Season 4. This was Episode 10. I am Mikey Charlie, once again, alongside Illicit. That's me, man. So, till next time, you can find us on any place you can find a, a, a podcast. Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher. Anchor.fm TCAO. Any podcast platform, search hashtag TCAO and you will find us. Hashtag TCAO. You Where can else all, can you find us? You can also find us on Illicit Sound. And as of the last season here, we say Radio The Voice of Seneca College as well. So make sure yeah. to get at us if you have anything to talk about Raptors-wise. We yes, always we are on social media at TRAPD95. So please hit us up. All right. And until, as always. Until next time. For fans. For better. For worse. Forever. Peace. This is Trap Chat Alley, presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Nice. Good job. Alright, another one down. Oh, I like when they go smoothly. Yeah. Smoothly.